You're on deck with Ursula Camille, and this is The Triage Room. The Triage Room is a podcast that encourages and empowers listeners to overcome obstacles of pain. Pain is the physical suffering or discomfort caused by illness or injury. When we describe the type of pain we're having, we're really describing the symptoms. Once we identify the symptoms, then we can deal with the roots. Welcome to The Triage Room. You're now on deck with Ursula Camille, and this is the Triage Room. Today's topic, don't be slow of heart to believe. In the book of Luke, chapter 24, after the resurrection of Jesus, the disciples are having a hard time believing that he's already risen. Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James, and Other women have come back and told the apostles what they witnessed about the angels being there and telling them, you know, why are you coming looking for the living among the dead? For he has risen, reminding them of what Jesus had already told them, you know, that he would be crucified and on the third day he would rise. So they come back and report to the apostles. Yet the apostles think it's some type of, you know, idle tales. They don't believe the words that they're saying. And because of their choice to consider it to be idle tales they don't believe because they believe it's idle tales that's where their belief went then peter goes and he sees for himself that the linen that jesus was in are still there at the sepulcher yet jesus's body is not there and he leaves wondering not believing but wondering then there are two disciples who are having a conversation amongst themselves. And as they're talking, Jesus comes, but he comes in a different form where they don't recognize him. So to them, this is a stranger that's in the midst. And this conversation that they're having, and they're just trying to reason to figure out what's already been told to them by Mary Magdalene and the other women and what they were taught. They're they're going through that thought process. And Jesus asked a question, you know, like he wanted to know, you know, what happened? And they're coming to him like, well, you haven't heard. And they're explaining the details of it. And they go through the facts of what they know. They know he was going to be crucified. They know the crucifixion happened. They know that it's the third day. And they trusted that he would redeem Israel. So Jesus continues listening to them talk. And then they're reminded, you know, that what the prophets had already spoken. They're reminded Jesus is having a conversation and they're going on their journey. He walked with them. He talked with them. Then they broke bread with him. Then they realized, then their eyes were open and they were able to see that it was him. And the reason why they didn't consider this to be some vision is because they walked a distance. So it couldn't have been a vision. They sat and they broke bread and he expounded on the scriptures. So this, this is a uh, interaction with him and they knew their eyes were open and they knew it was him. So now they are excited to come back and tell the others that he has risen. The same word that was given from the beginning with Mary Magdalene and the other women. Now they they witnessed it. So you see a, a trail of events of doubt. Don't be slow of heart to believe. It's referencing the sadness. It's referencing the heart being sickened because faith wavered. Just because they didn't see him rise with their natural eyes. They didn't physically see his body rise. They didn't see his body physically rise. They're trying to look at it from a carnal standpoint. 
So their hope in that time was deferred because of how they chose to look at it. Proverbs 13 and 12 says, hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. So making the heart sick is making the heart sad, making the heart depressed. They were in a place of unbelief. Yes, they believed what he told them. When the time came, because they did not see a physical body, they were trying to figure this thing out logically, not understanding the outcome of him rising was not going to be like the crucifixion. This is where all that was taught now comes to the moment of walking in it, the moment of receiving. Believe that I, or what I told you happened. But as a question and reason amongst each other, doubt was there, saddened, holding on. He, you know, he told us, but it's the third day as if it hadn't already happened. So now they're in a posture of still waiting for the manifestation of him rising and it already happened. Sad for no reason. All they had to do was believe. Even after Mary Magdalene and the other women came back and witnessed and said what they saw, witnessed and said what it was, brushed it off. How many times have we found ourselves in a position? God has already told us what it's going to be. But because it did not look the way we thought it should look, it did not come the way we thought it should come, we brushed it off. As if the time has not come yet. Yet it's already happened. Too blind to see because we're looking at it from a carnal sense. We're looking at it from logic. We're looking at it not from a place of faith and believing, but looking at it from a place of this doesn't make sense to me. And when I see it, I know. Everything doesn't happen the way we think it should happen. And here we can look in Luke 24 and see all the disciples are sitting here waiting for something that already happened. All they had to do was believe what he told them and believe this required faith and their hope was deferred for no reason. And here's my moment of transparency. I found myself in the position of hope being deferred for no reason. And the Lord reminded me. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. And I begin to tell the Lord, thank you. I begin to thank him for the things he's already allowed to manifest in my life. I begin to thank him being grateful and just telling him thank you in detail. And that even though I did not see it in that moment does not mean it's not going to happen. And even though it has not happened yet, I can believe and have faith that I know that it's coming. Don't be slow of heart to believe is don't be slow to have faith, to have understanding that whatever it is that God has already spoken, it shall come to pass. Don't allow yourself to get in position where now you are saddened and depressed for no reason because your faith has wavered. I myself have been guilty of just looking for something, looking for, okay, it's going to look like this. No, God has spoken my responsibility is to have faith that what he's already spoken to me shall come to pass. So I encourage you, whatever it is that you've been waiting on, whatever it is that God has already told you and you haven't witnessed the manifestation of it yet, just know it may not come the way you think it's going to come, but whatever he's already told you, believe his word, have faith in what he's already spoken. Believe, even though you don't see it with your natural eye, have faith and walk in the posture that you know is going to happen. You know it's going to come to pass. Not a posture of sadness. Not a posture of depression. Not a posture of lack of faith. 
Not a posture of wondering like Peter did. Not wondering. Why would you wonder and God has already spoken? It's one thing if he never said a word. It's one thing if he never gave you insight or foresight. And you're out here trying to figure something out on your own. But when the Lord has already given you insight and foresight, the Lord has already spoken. It is our responsibility to believe what he's already spoken to us. And then if we believe it, act like it, walk like it, live like it, have faith and believe like it's already in motion. Any moment now, we'll witness the manifestation of it. But this is not the time to doubt what God has already spoken. This is not the time to have the posture of hope deferred, a heart that's sickened, a heart that's sad, a heart that's depressed. This is not the time for that. We should rejoice. Rejoice because God has already spoken. Rejoice because God has already let us know it is going to happen. All we have to do is believe. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's faith. I have faith not because I see it. I have faith because I believe. So I encourage you, the moment your hope goes in a direction because something seems like it's delayed and you begin to doubt, you begin to be sad or frustrated or even discouraged because it's not looking like it's going to happen. Don't lose faith because the moment it happens, we should be in a posture already prior to it manifesting in our lives. We've already been in a place of believing. We've already been in a place of thanking him for what is to come and thanking him for what already has come, what already has happened. Trust and believe in what is already said. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Believe. Don't lose faith. Continue to believe in what the Lord has already spoken to you. Let us pray. Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus, Lord, just to say thank you. Lord, I thank you for life, health, and strength. God, I ask you that those, Lord, that may be in a position of struggling in the area of faith, struggling and, and allowing doubt to set in because they haven't seen what it is they've been hoping for. I bind up the spirit of doubt. I bind up the spirit of sadness and depression. I cast it out now in the name of Jesus. And I speak right now, Lord, may they be reminded of every word you've already spoken to them and not lose faith, not doubt. Do not let their faith waver. But in this very moment, begin to trust you even the more. Because whatever you have spoken, Lord, you shall do. That they be reminded, Lord, that faith is what we are to have. We have to believe, not wonder, not doubt, but believe. Lord, I thank you. I praise you. And I glorify your name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You all be blessed. Thank you for joining me on deck in the triage room. To get the music you hear in this podcast or to stay connected, visit my website, UrsulaCamille.com. That's U-R-S-E-L-A-C-A-M-I-L-L-E.com. Sign up on my email list. Get merch and more. Have an area of pain you want to address in the triage room? Send your email to thetriageroom at gmail.com. I'm your host, Ursula Camille, signing off. Be blessed. One touch and your life will change. Did you know that Jesus reigns? One touch and your life will change.